The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you in part by Mays Sandwich Shop, serving delicious hometown favorites to the West Lawn community since 1947. You are listening to The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. and J-Rap Show presents Tangents with Friends. Your source for pop culture. Geek News. Movies and television. Here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Friends. So welcome everyone to the second episode of Tangents with Friends. I am your host, Joe Mays, and sitting with me here at the Crimson American Grill in York, Pennsylvania for Brent's bachelor party is to my right, Mr. Brent Berenstow. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm great. I hope you're enjoying your day so far. It's going amazing. Awesome. awesome. Heck of a surprise today. Heck of a surprise. And to the right of him is his brother, the best man, and the organizer of today's events, Mr. Brian Berenshausen. Hello, friends. And their tangents. (laughs) (laughs) And across the table from him is one of Brent's groomsmen, Mr. Gabe Stasnick. Enjoy your crumb away. Did I get that right? Stasnick. 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 Close enough, I think. I was close. Mm -hmm. Close enough for jazz. And (laughs) then next to Gabe, and to my left, another groomsman of Brent's. Mr. Greg Hill. Talk about Star Wars. Oh, wait. Oop, wrong. wrong yeah, sorry. We're not talking Star Wars. We already did that. Now, uh, this is Gabe's first time on, on one of the podcasts. Um, Brent, Brian, and Greg have been on some before. We all did the review of The Force Awakens back in December. And um, Brian and Brent and I also did the first official Tangents with Friends episode where we actually talked about, talked about the Ghostbusters trailer and the Rogue One trailer. Now, tonight we're here to... Go over actually seeing Ghostbusters. Having just come from the just theater. came from the theater. That was part of Brent's bachelor event. So uh, we're gonna actually start off, and it was Brian's suggestion actually to just kind of quick go around the table and give a you know a zero to ten rating yeah, of like what's going on. Zero to ten. First impressions before we talk about it. What what, what would you give it? So actually, I will start then with. Um, 
Brent. Okay. Uh, just no explanation, just zero out of ten. I give it about an eight. Brian? Seven. Gabe? I'm going to say seven. Greg? Uh, also, seven was my original number in my head. Okay. Yeah, and I'm pretty much in agreement. I would probably go split and just go with seven and a half because mm-hmm. I was bouncing back between the seven and the eight. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna bring in the half digits yeah, here right. and go seven and a half. So well, we're so all pretty much in, in agreement. In our own little Metacritic here, yeah. we've got a good average going. <laughs> and actually, um, if if I had to be asked going into it, what I expected to give it would have been more closer to a five probably. Yeah. So no, that was work. a little bit better than anticipated and we'll get into that shortly yeah, as, our, as our dessert arrives <laughs> yep oh Joey's got his creme brulee arriving right now that's right creme brulee you got one two creme brulees of course naturally I got one okay. thank you sir alright creme brulee delicious that's me yep thank you yeah <laughs> wow look at that Deliciousness. Uh, I think we're good at the moment. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So then, all right, here we go. Yeah, now, we, now we got dessert. Now we got dessert, and now we're good to go. Uh, I guess the the best place to start is maybe to address the issue that we all kind of have with the trailers. Yeah. Um, it kind of it didn't. They did not do the movie justice. I think they definitely focus on things that they shouldn't have <laughs> you know yeah, I, even like the international ones which we thought were better and the second American trailer which we thought was better um, they tend to pick out things that kind of took it out of context mm-hmm. um, and they didn't dwell on some of the, the good things that it did the, the first two thirds of the movie I thought were very, were very good I thought they were paced well the, the third act I thought was maybe a little rushed mm-hmm. and maybe not as developed but um, the, the trailers with how much was controversy surrounded this movie. It was kind of a shame that trailers just didn't do it justice. I thought they no. they didn't focus on the things they should have focused on. Because some of my concerns from the trailers, as addressed in the first episode of, of Tangents, really mm-hmm. didn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, agreed. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that input. Well, no, I mean, uh, I mean uh, as we stated before as we real, I came to realize after the movie ended that some of the stuff from the trailer was not did not make its way into the movie which is actually probably a good thing and probably had to do with their maybe some last minute editing and cuts based on the reactions from the trailers um, being so being overwhelmingly negative um, and I, I think I think that the um, general consensus from what we're seeing on the internet right now is that um, is exactly what we're saying here. That the trailer, good. the trailer just did not uh, do it justice. To the movie, sorry. Brent doesn't break it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in agreement. I'm, it just seemed that for I mean, there was massive controversy surrounding the movie for well over a year. Yeah. I mean, the cast was announced way back in like October 2014, and it kind of started then. Most of it seemed to really pick up when the first trailer came out, and that was in March. But I mean, that was only three and a half months ago, and the the issues surrounding the movie have been around well before that. That just kind of made them burst through because people really didn't like the trailers. Um, I, and I guess maybe before we dive into like our each individual critiques of the whole thing, maybe we should kind of tell where we're coming from because it makes sense. Because a few of us are more into the 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 
the Ghostbusters lore than others. Yeah. So, you know, we want to kind of put that all out there so that people can see where we're coming from. And I can start first. And if anyone's listening to this that knows me, you know that I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. It's um, my one of my favorite movie franchises. I grew up with it. A huge cartoon fan. The original movies are two of my favorites of all time. Uh, so I had a lot of hopes when they said that they were you know, going to do another one, and it originally seemed like it was going to be an actual, uh, you know, second sequel, a third movie. That changed and became a reboot, and I was on the fence with that. I was disappointed in the direction they went, because I didn't want it to be a reboot. I wanted it to be a continuation. I wanted to see them passing the torch, which is what we had heard about for years. So that was my biggest qualm with it, uh, until the trailer came out, was that it wasn't a continuation, it was a reboot. I didn't have, you know... It being four girls really made no difference to me whatsoever because once it was a reboot, it kind of became who were the characters. Like, mm. it really didn't matter. Um, but the trailer came out, and if you listen to the first episode of Tangents with Friends, you know, we were kind of ripped on it because it, it was not put together well. Yeah. It did not highlight the movie in a good fashion. Mm. It made me really concerned for, for when it came out. And I was just waiting for this weekend for a while just to see. You know, don't judge a book by the cover seems to be the case, yeah. mm-hmm. as we'll get into. But So I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, and I was very concerned about it. Um, I'm very glad that we got to see it today. So what about you, Brent? Well, hopefully, uh, just going off of what you just said, hopefully it's not the reverse. Because last time we had this podcast, we talked about how, uh, how much... Uh, it was a complete opposite end of the spectrum with the Rogue One trailer. How that was the the not to talk about Star Wars here, the uh, Ghostbusters podcast, but tangent on tangent, yeah, tangent tangent from tangents with friends. But the uh, how what a great trailer that was. Now, hopefully that's not the reverse here. Hopefully that movie is as good as the trailer trailer was for that movie as well. We'll find out in December. But um, but this movie, I, I share the same I shared the same concerns. And even now, having seen the movie, I would probably say that I would still wish that they would have done it the way we wanted them to do it. Yeah. And that they, I wish that they, I still feel that the better way of doing it would have been to have Dan Aykroyd and, and uh, you know, and uh, Bill Murray kind of pass the torch in a way, as if these, one of these girls was a, a niece or, or a, a, you know, you know, daughter or something or like Oscar. that. Or Oscar. Yeah, yeah, somebody that was somehow affiliated uh, with those characters that we knew. Right. Yeah, right. Um, it could, seems like the easy way to do it, but um, they didn't choose to do that. Um, I was concerned about that. But um, uh, going into this movie, there was uh, there was a lot of funny moments. It felt to me, in mo- for the most part, like a Ghostbusters movie. The balance of the, um, the action and the horror and the... Uh, Comedy in the comedy. Even thought to me there was even more horror in this mm-hmm. than there was in the original, yeah, which I thought yeah. was cool. It was a pretty cool balance of all those things. And I mean, you look at the original, and it is literally the best horror comedy ever made, in my opinion. And um, but well, the numbers tend to back it up, yeah. right? Yeah, and and so, but this I thought even had some better horror in it. And uh, we did see it in Double D Box. What was that called? <laughs> <laughs> Double D's. MFX D Box. D Box. Yeah, we had the D Box. So we had, uh, extra added extra shock value. Now, how many that. D's did you get? How many D's? I went up to four D's. You went to four D's. Yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't hold back today with the D's. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, just wait till we get to the place after this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going after this? You'll get a lot more D's. A lot more D's. Okay. I think he means Z's because we're going to sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, uh, but anyway, um, in regards to uh, to that, I thought by the end of the movie, the only other beef with it was I thought there was sometimes a little bit 
too many little cameo flashback call callbacks to the original that I was like I think I think this uh, this movie had to do, had to do both it had a callback because if it didn't the fans would say this is not a Ghostbusters movie it doesn't feel like a Ghostbusters movie you know this is not an original movie this is this is a remake of an original movie so it's not going to be better than the first because the, the the first one was the first one to ever do it it was the first one to ever make make the movie so this was not going to have the same impact in my opinion as the other one so Okay. All right. So uh, that's kind of my. That's kind of my uh, my take on it. But I did like it. I gave it the highest rating here because I did think it was funny. I thought it felt like a Ghostbusters movie for the most part, with the balance of the comedy and horror and the spectacle and so forth. And I thought some of the action scenes, obviously because of the technology, some of the action scenes, especially towards the end, were um, were even better than in the original. So, yep. Anyway, Brian, you want to just tell us about your history with Ghostbusters? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so you know, uh, long-time Ghostbusters fan. Everybody who knows me knows that. Favorite movie ever. Probably seen this movie, the original Ghostbusters, more than I've seen any other movie in history. Uh, and and um, you know, had a Ghostbusters car growing up. So, uh, you know, I was pretty stoked to see this movie. Uh, I was really happy that it was finally coming out, you know, as Joey alluded to earlier. It was several decades of roller coaster. Uh, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And it never happened in any of the ways that it was previously going, said or rumored it was going to happen. This was not at all any scenario that we had been preparing for. Um, but overall, I, I did uh, like the film, uh, and I'm really glad to be able to say that because I wanted to be able to say that. Um, I was worried that um, Sony had just, there were like too many cooks in the pot or so, something, like too many cooks in the pot or something was going on and like it was just going to be a mishmash and it was going to be kind of abysmal, but it, uh, it was entertaining. It carried the Ghostbusters torch pretty well. Um, so I think I agree with Brent that uh, maybe some of the nods to the original could have been a little bit more subtle or I don't know. I mean, I, I could I could see that. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you yeah, don't. Right, yeah, right, exactly. I, I think it was it was cool in spirit. It was cool to have the spirit there. Um, actually, the thing the thing that I uh, wish that would have been different in tone was um, the, the the original team, uh, especially the first one, were very much like uh, ghost janitors. You know, they were like, you know, oh god, here's tonight's worksheet. You know, here, you know, cigarette hanging out of the mouth. Like they were. You know, just four uh, dudes trying to make, make a, a business, go, make a small, you know, get a small business off the ground, and like, um, you know, they save the world at the end, and that's what like makes them sort of you know, the unlikely heroes because uh, they're the only ones who can do it, and they're the only ones who know, and that that so that that translated well into this film, but uh, they really played up the uh, instead of that, they really played up the, the science angle in this one. Which was fine, which is you know great. It's a neat angle to take. I mean, the the, the characters were, for the most part, three quarters were you know, scientists, engineers, physicists, uh, and so then if they went all the way, I was actually hoping for a little bit more pseudoscience, right? So we don't get a lot of that in uh, the original Ghostbusters. It's just kind of assumed like, hey, they, they took these readings, they they made this equipment. It works. We can do it. Uh, we had this breakthrough, and we're the only people that you know can can do this. And uh, but they, they spent a lot more time on the equipment in this movie. So they had different types of equipment, and 
different scenarios with different um, guns and packs and technologies. Um, but like, it was a little different. Oh, we're doing all spoilers here, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess there's not. I, I guess huh. I, I, I don't really look at it much as a spoilery movie. Yeah, movie came like, out, so. Well, also like. I don't know what would be spoiled. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like so it wasn't anything movie that already happened. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really spoil that. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. So, Nobody dies. Yeah. <laughs> so I was. Uh, I really like the you know the way they played up the sciency angles and things like that, um, and the different different weapons and things that they were using. Um, but I I could have used a little bit more like let's if they're gonna if Sony's gonna make this a franchise like if they're gonna make it a little. Uh, when you I, saw the Ghost Corps logo was front that, and center that was, that was, when to the me, movie the opened. Ghost Corps, the first time we ever saw that, as far as I know, right? Well, I mean, we knew about it, yeah, but, yeah. like, for it to actually be shown in front... Right. Like, it's kind of like their Lucasfilm. Right, right. So this is huge. Um, but, uh, like, start to build the mythos up a little bit now. Like, start to build the universe. Like, right. The, so and that's what film, all the good movie franchises have done. Harry right. Potter, right, Star right, right. Wars, so, Lord of the Rings. Us, talk to us Marvel. about the science of Ghost Marvel. catching... Talk to us about the, the limitations and the, the differential abilities. Like this, in this one, you know, they, they don't trap ghosts as much as they do in the first one. Like trapping a ghost, they did in this. They do in this film just so they can. They start to elude and set that up at the end. At the end, so. they're gonna they're gonna start to do that. But they, but that's not part of them. Like they're you know bashing ghosts and knocking them out and splatting them. They don't really have respect them. for maybe the soul part of it. Yeah, that, you so know, it's, a it's a little different, but like I would have loved to have a, a more of a deep dive into sort of the, the more scientific, uh, you know, physics of, of ghost catching because that seemed to be the angle they were taking. This movie. Um, but maybe we'll get it in other movies, I don't know, but... You know, I stand by my seven. It was well, it a solid. Like we're movie. going to be getting more. So. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Gabe, why don't you give us a, your background on Ghostbusters going into this? Well, I wouldn't consider myself a fan after talking with you guys, <laughs> but I would consider myself, you know, familiar with the original and all that. Um, I would say, overall, I was pleasantly surprised with, uh, with this movie. I was hearing a lot of mixed reviews going into it, and. Uh, I seem to really, really like this version, and uh, I think the casting was good. I think it was very entertaining the whole way through. I mean, I think actually I was thinking about this, and I think you know, new Ghostbuster audiences, you know, like we're in a whole other generation of younger people coming up. I think it's really good for that. Mm-hmm. It's true. Hopefully, continue, you know, that whole legacy mm-hmm. to younger generations who maybe just aren't familiar at all with the original. Mm-hmm. So I think that. Um, Definitely, definitely. Greg, what about you? Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Gabe, and I probably know Ghostbusters a little more because of hanging out with you guys from very, very, very young age and uh, watching the cartoons and the movies and all that. And I've seen the first movie way more than I've seen the second one. Way more. Like, I mean, I got the color of the slime wrong. (laughs) But anyway, like, I I do feel like it it did... it did feel like a uh, like a Ghostbusters movie, but with like modern edge. And I th- I think what what is always going to be hard, uh, and I think we maybe a lot of people felt this way with the Star Wars movies. There's been a lot of time between the original two movies and now. Whereas like you know the Batman movies, they do a reboot, like the Michael Keaton Batman's were in like the late '80s, early '90s, and then it was. Uh, 
um, Val Kilmer and, and George Clooney, and then not long after, like less than ten years later, they did the reboot with Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And so there, it wasn't enough time to be like, oh, it's such a classic, don't you know? Like, how can they ever redo it? Whereas when they did Star Wars, even when they did their prequels, there was still so much time that there was like twenty years more than twenty years between the original and the and the and episode one release. And I so I think what happens then is the films become nostalgic and it's they're like so classic that it's like how could you ever redo them and so I think everybody's expectations are so high and I think that's where like a lot of diehards get let down um, so I think that's why they have to play up the, the cameo roles of, right. of the, the people please. and I think that's what they did with, with The Force Awakens because right. I think you have to please yeah. both generations yeah, I, think, I think none of that happened with the, with the, the uh, episodes 1, 2, and 3 I think everybody liked it because it's a Star Wars story and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the story of Darth Vader but I think finally with The Force Awakens they paid so much homage to the original trilogy that that's why everybody loved it because it's nostalgic and everybody wants to like hold on to that so I, I think in that regard not being a huge fan I liked that because the things that they did play on were big things that everybody knows about Ghostbusters so so Greg brought um, it up and maybe that's a good jumping off point the cameos um, I thought they were well done I don't think they really ruined the flow of the movie um, no. it was interesting that I, honestly I don't even think you can count Bill Murray as a cameo he was a minor yeah. minor role player I was player just going to say yeah, he was, yeah. when you said cameos he was in a lot yeah that was way much, much he had a minor more. minor role in the Especially movie since they really had to twist his arm to do it right and uh, he, then I, he had the biggest part you know you didn't see you barely saw Dan Aykroyd he had like three lines yeah. Yeah. well see that to me that's a cameo I yeah and right, same thing right. with Ernie Andy Hudson Potter, at the Andy, end. Yeah, Andy yeah. Potter. Andy Potter's awesome. Ernie Hudson was in it a lot less than I thought. Yeah, I thought Ernie Hudson was going to be related to one of the principal leads. But that sets him up to possibly be in the sequel. Uh, yeah, you know? very true. Um, now I don't. I you know maybe Dan Aykroyd would appear, but with what the role they had, I don't. I think he'll step back now and be the producer um, and help run. You know the Ghost Core aspects. Maybe yeah. Ivan Reitman will still be That's involved. That's one thing I did I not know that Ivan Reitman and oh the, yeah, oh yeah, both executive producer. Just great. I don't expect to see. Well, we can't see Bill Murray anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really expect to see Sigourney Weaver on Annie Potts. But no, um, Ernie Hudson, Weaver, she was her, was it her mom or her mentor or something? I think. Oh, yeah, 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 I mean, so. maybe, hey, yeah. that'd be cool to have a small role in the next yeah, one, yeah, kind of like what Bill Murray back. had in this yeah. one. Um, but it, it seems that um, Ernie Hudson could be set up to possibly come back as his role as uh, Leslie Jones' character, Patty Tolan's mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uncle. And, and that's kind of cool yeah. to see him set up. You know, maybe not. It's not really that big a deal. It's not a hit or miss. They don't necessarily need those guys anymore yeah. for that. The, I think they have a solid ground for uh, for that. But uh, what, what did you guys think of the, yeah. the cameos and, and the small roles that once, they had? Once again, Ernie Hudson gets the last line of the movie. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're right. Wow. Yeah, that's a point. I love this town. I love yeah. this town. Uh, you get this. I, that would have been cool if they would have said that uh, again. Shoehorn that in somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were yeah. a couple of original lines uh, in there. Total protonic reversal. Mm-hmm. They, they worked in. PKE meter. E, PKE meter. They worked in. Yeah. Uh, Which when we were playing the pinball machine, I didn't know what that meant, and I totally uh, just went with it. And then yeah. when they explained it in the movie, I was like, oh. uh, I think I'm okay right now. Yeah. Yeah. So they managed to slip in some... I thought those were cool. There was a sound effect of an original pack. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's not exactly cameos, but it's sort of like, again, the nods of how we're going to weave in the the stuff from the previous movies without doing... It's, I don't know how to exactly to explain it, but, like, you know, the example would be Dan Aykroyd is in the movie, but he's not Ray Stance. 
just like you know well, none think, of them have, okay were their original right, characters the PKE meter you can't movie, do that but it doesn't look anything like right it. but I, I the PKE meter I thought was cool I that thought was the cool. way yeah. they came up with it was it was yeah. decent we had mm-hmm. seen the packs for a while um I think we eventually saw the trap, although it wasn't used that often. Yeah. Um, we saw the, the the different types of guns, which again I thought they portrayed them poorly in the trailers. Yeah. The yeah. guns and other equipment that Jillian Holtzman, Kate McKinnon's character, comes with, I think, is a lot better in the context of the film than it was in the trailers. Yeah. Um, but what did you guys think of of the cameos? You, know, you guys said you're not as big. Yeah, I kind of I kind of explained that I liked them, yeah. not being as as big of a fan. Um, so yeah. I, I thought, I thought they, they were they good. were fine, you know. I, I don't. They're appropriate. And it's like I, I like how it kind of gives a little bit of respect to what was there before, but it doesn't it doesn't take away at all. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like a, it's like a fun play off of what was there before. I, I was afraid that they were going to felt forced or shoehorned in right. and kind of That's out of the element, about, and I didn't say. really think that about any of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. My columns were. I mean, we'll go over the negatives probably in, in, in a couple minutes here before we end with the positives, but. Right. Um, that was not one of them, and I was afraid that they were going to feel forced, and I didn't think they did. Maybe, maybe I felt Bill Murray played his character a little over the top. Yeah, it was, um, yeah you know, it could have been a little cool bit more. They worked him in so much. Like, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if he would have just been on TV yeah, and yeah, that interview, been, probably. But then when he shows up, he, he up, kind of is, yeah. he kind of the way he delivers his line, I thought were a little, it was a little cheesy, maybe. Yeah. Um, but they kind of put the end of that pretty quickly. So, yeah, yeah. Um, without without spoiling anything too much. I also but, noticed too, like that line that got a lot of crap on the internet when she was like, "That stuff got everywhere, every crack." Like you notice how quickly they. Cut yeah, that was that? real yeah, fast. Yeah, so, was real fast. You can see um, that they definitely edited. Some and I noticed, stuff. and we had been talking about how the trailers just didn't do it justice. I noticed we had mentioned a couple of things that didn't make the cut. We talked yeah. about it. the subway scene. You never see all those ghosts. Like yeah. in that trailer, there's all these brightly blue colored ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. That did not happen. Did not the happen. other thing that didn't happen, at least I didn't notice it, was um, Melissa McCarthy not burning her hand. Oh, nice. Yeah, right? Like, she, yeah, she, she like touches the thing. Yeah. She's like, ow. Yeah, not even yeah, in the movie. Yeah, and the same with uh, with uh, what was the line that we were talking about after the movie? Um, By which character? Uh, it'll come. It'll come to me. Well, we also talked about now. We, if you had read like this, like spoiler review on Reddit, or if had read any reviews recently, they had talked about that there was a, actually a dance. Like yeah. the long dance thing, yeah. and they moved it to the credits, which kind of worked. Like worked you're well. kind, you know, they're playing music, the credits are rolling. Who really cares? Yeah, yeah. If it would have left it in, it would have been a big negative. Yeah, that it really, really would have like yeah, just taken really you taken out of it. Talk yeah. about tangents with friends. That would have been a massive. That would have been a massive. Honestly, that would have made me like probably yeah, like put my head down and just like shake it. So they definitely made a good idea of shifting. Ninety-nine point nine percent of that to right. the credits because you kind of see where they were going with it mm-hmm. when they're all pointing and you're kind of right, like, what right. are they pointing? Like that's right, a weird. Right. You know, I thought they were, like that's where Rowan was going to appear or something. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, So the remnants of it was there, but it didn't right. take away. There was it, a Kevin line that didn't get in. It was where he, where he says, uh, "We need to, we need to build some equipment and fight these ghosts." Oh yeah, you're right. And then and they're like, uh, "That's ex- that's exactly what we what we do." Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't in, yeah, you're right. in it at all. It, it, yeah, it's interesting. Um, trip through the editing room, what really changed the trailers yeah. just didn't do it justice. Right. And it's amazing to me that it's always funny to me how how I guess it has a lot to do with digital filmmaking now. Is that you know that that trailer came? I say only three months ago, but like the trailer came out only three months, like, four months, four months it was early March, yeah. Okay. And uh, they're still editing the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and if you remember the teaser with the cop cars that are. You know, the cop cars are like peeling out on the street, 
um, they added a ghost going through there because that wasn't in the teaser. The teaser. Yeah. Um, so stuff's still changing. You know. Really, really well, I think that's what will lie, especially like we're talking. I'm not to get back on Star Wars or Rogue One, but yeah. the movie comes out in five months. Mm-hmm. We had one teaser, a surprise in April. Yeah, do you want to grab that crumb away? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, thank you. Just think about, and we just heard about the reshoots, you know, going on with that, and people wanting you know, trailers and clips and stuff. And they, they literally won't finalize that movie with everything until probably November. Mm-hmm. You know, about a month or so in advance. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're going to be scoring and music and all that. All that comes at the end because you got to have the yeah. final movie cut for them to put music in. But it is amazing to me how quickly all that can come together. Right. It's, 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 I mean, I, um, I just figured a movie had to be, had to well, be like, shot, yeah, so, cut, ready to go. And like, I, and I know six months before. trailers are not always done by the parent company. Like, Sony might have just like found someone sense. else yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, here's like the, the footage we want to show you, cut up a trailer. And they just didn't do a good job. Yeah. They just really, really didn't. It was not good. And if it was done in-house, they need to find someone else. Right. Um, because I think they, they could have avoided some of the backlash if it would have mm-hmm. been. Because I was very disappointed mm-hmm. from, the, from the first trailer that we talked about yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple months ago. Oh, yeah. and, and this yeah. uh, the movie definitely surprised me. Maybe it's better that way. Yeah. Now, it didn't drive me not to see the movie, but I'm sure it did drive There's some people, people not to yeah. see it. So it did drive come back. That guy that's on the internet got a lot of backlash because he... The angry video oh, yeah, game angry nerd. video game nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. Well, I know there are still going to be people, people that didn't like it. Because yeah. I can see why it wouldn't be some people's cup of tea. Yeah, But sure. being a huge fan of the franchise, this doesn't... Like, I'm I'm happy with what we right. saw. And some people are just curious. Like, if you don't you don't touch something that's done well, and, and finished. Like, when I come at it... When I get that, I, I am. I look at that as me to Star Trek. Because yeah. I was not a Star Trek fan right, before right. the reboots happened. Mm-hmm. And I love the first Star Trek. The second one I thought was good too, and I know why there's some original Star Trek fans that didn't like the second one yeah, yeah, yeah. and are and are iffy about the third one. I'll see the third one when it comes out on video. Um, but I now like the Star Trek franchise from these new movies. Mm-hmm, yeah. Whereas the people that are original fans may right. may, may not be a big uh, yeah. fan of this. Now I'm looking at this, like I'm a huge fan of the original Ghostbusters franchise, and now this new one, like Gabe said, it just appeals to a whole new generation. Mm-hmm. And especially with the casting decisions, now you're getting the flip side, you're inviting females to come in and, right. like, and say, look, mm-hmm. look how cool this is. Yeah. And now you can be a part of it too. Yeah. And yeah. while I'm not as huge a fan of the new Proton Pack, I love the original, I'm always going to love the original, mm-hmm. I already bought the... the the proton pack from this movie so my daughter can have it yeah. Yeah. you know so yeah. <laughs> and it's still it's in my basement I have not given it to her it's yet it's still in the box um, so uh, it will is it in the box it will yeah. not be in the oh, box honey, it is going honey, for her to play with it in the box <laughs> <laughs> you don't see how good the movie was the yeah, yeah no yeah. honestly I bought it and then like a week later I got sick so oh. it's kind of a, and it's just kind of just sitting down in the stairs now yeah. so I will I will definitely get that in her hands soon nice. but um well, we've been heaping some praise on it, maybe a bit of a surprise to people, but why don't we go around and say what we didn't like about it, if anything, okay. um, before we'll finish up with some positive before we get out of here and stop holding up the uh, the nice waiter. <laughs> um, so, Brent, why don't we start with you? Well, I, I kind of said, like, uh, for me, it was sometimes the too frequent excessive, not excessive, but the too frequent callbacks to the original. But again, again, you're going to get people that are that are going to be disappointed if there's not enough callbacks to the original. And at the end of the day, this is a remake of a movie. It's not an original movie itself. It's not an original idea. It's a recreation of an idea that was originated in 1984. So you're not going to have the same thing. The only thing, that, other thing I thought was not my favorite was um, the Patty Tolan character. 
she, she she had some funny stuff, but then I think other times she was a little slapsticky. I didn't think her acting was as good as the other the other Ghostbusters acting, uh, especially like I don't know. It just seems a little forced when this, Leslie uh, Jones, Leslie Jones, yeah, when she came, especially when she brought the Ecto band, the Ecto uh, one back for the first time. She's like, it's a Cadillac, it's a Cadillac. What? You know, she's like yelling it to, the, to them. It just seemed like well, not the best acting to me. That that is how she is on right. Saturday Night Live. Right. That's like her. That's like she kind of yells everything. Her stick, yeah, yeah. yeah it's I, not going to appeal to I everyone. I like yelling. And any anybody yelling anything is funny. I, I did like the fact that she was, however, like different that she wasn't a scientist, which is basically how Winston Zedmore was. Yeah, so Winston but that was some people's problems. That it was kind of a typecast thing. Like, why couldn't you right. have made Abby Yates or right. Um, right. you know uh, Leslie? Or, um, and I think in the original casting, uh, Leslie Jones was going to be Abby Yates. Yes, I think he had or that. something like that. So there, yeah. was a, there was a last minute switch. There was a but, switch there. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice if uh, the. The black woman on the team. Well, they're right. They, they were, be, it was a little be a It was a too. little too on the nose, and yeah. people got upset with like, while you're maybe advancing things for the females out there, maybe the minorities, mm. you know, the minority uh, actors out there, they felt like they being, you know, typecast and stereotyped and whatnot. And but she does. I mean, I think in this one, uh, Winston was never. Uh, uh, Ghostbusters fans don't believe this, but Winston often gets like build as like the fourth like Ghostbuster number 3.5 because he comes in halfway through the movie right. and he you know has fewer lines he was originally meant to be in the whole, the whole movie thing, right and that's what we get from Patty this time she's and almost Patty, there the entire time right and Patty's in almost the entire movie and um, you know contributes equally to the team in terms of her knowledge of New York lore and her knowledge right. of um, right, whereas Whitson was just there as a hired gun because okay. they needed an extra guy. He wasn't really contributing to too much. Right. Yeah. Whereas right, right. Um, Leslie Jones' character, she's, Patty Tolan, is an active member. Right, and you see her an equal member in the equipment and yeah. doing EVP analysis, and like she's like all in. And uh, so I feel like she's at least an equal member of the team right. in that regard. Even yeah. If, even if she doesn't have the same background. Did you have any more qualms, Brent? Not really. I, mean, I, I agree with you what you said earlier when we were speaking about sometimes the, the cartoonishness of the characters, the, 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 the ghosts. I thought I thought it was cool that they had Slimer in. The only other thing I did not like that much was the female Slimer. Slimette. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Was I did not hear Slimer. anything about that. So oh, when that know. popped up, I was uh, like, okay, oh, then. Yeah, yeah, like, it yeah, just reminded me of like Gremlins 2. It was like, <laughs> okay, we're going to have a fruit gremlin and a uh, vegetable gremlin. And, uh, yeah, gremlins spider 2 gremlin. is the best gremlin. So <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Well... I just thought it was uh, they they were a little bit cartoony, and I was just like, really, like basically Slimer with a wig on and lipstick. Okay. Yeah. Well, if we're led to believe the ending, Slimer's not going to be around for the second yeah, one. That's right. Oh, that's true. But we don't really know because the, the car went in, and then Slimer and Slimer they got shot out, up, but they, they went back down. I but thought they, they went go, back down. But we didn't they, see him actually go through. Didn't we? I don't know. We'll see it again. A little ambiguous. Right, Brian, yeah. what about you? What are your qualms? Um. Well, I have a many. Uh, many fewer qualms than I thought I would after watching the trailers, which makes me very happy. The only thing that I wish um, would be a l- would have been a little different was the pacing of the movie. Um, you know, as we were talking about before we started recording, like the 1984 Ghostbusters is just an unbelievable movie. Uh, it's not a wasted yeah. second in that movie, and, and every scene is just you know the, the the flow of the narrative is great. They go from you know disrespected scientists to out on their butts to you know and that, and that happens again in this in this movie which is great um, but there wasn't enough just so I know guys are we doing five checks 
Um, yeah, that was can, we do, can we do one and then can we just give you like two cards to split it even? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No rush. Okay. Thank you. So, pacing, I was talking about. There wasn't enough uh, of the middle period of the Ghostbusters for me. Like in the first movie, you have the you know the, the montage where they where they become New right. York superstars, yeah, you know, and that's fun. They don't really run a business, they, in this right? They don't really run a business, and yeah. that and that to me is what I liked about the original Ghostbusters. Again, it's that sort of like rags to riches, right? And even at the end, they're still like, oh, we got stiffed by the city because in the second one, you know, they still don't have any respect. Well, yeah. in this one too, it's more about like them gaining the scientific. Ability to do right. that, right? That's a right, kind of. Right. It's almost like an origin story, right? Like, right. I mean, I know yeah. the first the Ghostbusters the original was kind of an origin too, but mm. like that, you weren't worried about building up the lore at the time. It was just right. a movie, so you didn't have to worry about this. This is them trying mm. to set so up, trying to set you up, you know, the entire yeah. universe of, of movies and right. at least a sequel and probably spin, maybe even spinoffs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so they, it was kind of they kind of had to do this. It's just the yeah. way movies are made differently yeah. thirty years yeah, yeah, the, yeah. after yeah. the original. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, and and so. You know that that was the part of the movie that I really missed. Was they, you know, they, they had the beginning part and they had the we're going to save the New York City and the by extension the world at the end. But then that middle part, like they really just the bridge between those was really quick. You know, they had the bust at the mm-hmm. and they the, had the, the bust at the concert. You know, and I like the angle actually of the government trying to like keep, know, it keep, it, keep it hush hush, keep it frauds. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, yeah, that, I think that's cool because that. I don't know, that kind of gives We like have to a, fake arrest you now. Yeah, right, right, right. I think that's, that was pretty cool. But then, all of a sudden, they were in world-saving mode without, like, you know, the... Yeah. Without um, much practice. Right, we need... We need <laughs> it we, just, yeah, I we mean, they, it escalated quickly. Well, they yeah, kind yeah. of, instead of showing them busting ghosts, they kind of showed them in the alley testing the, testing equipment. the equipment. That was like, kind of like their... Yeah, like, and every time they go out on a bus, they get more data that allows them to refine the equipment, which is great. Yeah, it was kind of cool how uh, Kate McKinney's character, after the first ru- test run, she added all these things to the proton packs and right. like she's explaining it to you and right yeah but but the, that was the element you know with, uh, again from the original Ghostbusters that I like so much about like the soul the sort of the ethos of the of the, of the, 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 the feel of the film you know with Peter always haggling over price of things and like right. trying to make a buck off the thing you know and um, mm, well, well now um, mm, let's talk seriously like you know that <laughs> like that stuff just wasn't in this they they had a different that entrepreneurial yeah, spirit was not yeah, there. They were they were doing it like you said for the for the science. Yeah, this was so good. Um, which again, it's a great it's a great new fresh angle. But um, you know we'll different. we'll see where yeah just different. different but, but the but the pacing for me was could have just been a little bit yep. a little bit better. They um set it up already though that they're no longer they're not a private business because now they're already part of the government, the government yeah the government's yeah. going to fund them yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kind of kind of well we already yeah. know they're paying 21000 a month for the firehouse yeah. so I know. and well that's like, and that's I like what to know what their budget is yeah, and that's really. what they're doing the comics, the comics right now actually anything the, you need. yeah anything you need yeah their government yeah. they have government oversight in the comic books now when Andy Garcia's character's up for re-election you know some people are going to be picking apart his ghost budget so Gabe what about you would you know you come as from a solid footing in the Ghostbuster lore, but so what did you think as someone who just, you know, you've seen the originals, yeah. but now we're, we're seeing this uh, this reboot. Did you have any any issues with it from That's a movie some, standpoint? Somebody, that might have been you, Joey, was, was talking about the ghosts themselves and the colors and the, that sort of thing, and I that really stuck out to me all the time. Like, like I, I feel like... Could have toned it down a bit. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what is it going to be? Like, there's, you know, they have a certain look this scene and then they have a certain look in this scene and then it's more cartoony in this scene and then it's really dark and 
scary. And, and I don't, now they're balloons. Yeah, now they're balloons. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just felt like it more consistent. I felt like the first couple of ghosts you saw looked like the ghost from the original. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bright, more brightly colored. Right. But more like, CG. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the aesthetic just kept changing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was the other my other qualm was that the one ghost was a car- well, literally yeah, a cartoon. Yeah, oh, okay, got it. Came out and it literally looked like it was a. Like a cartoon yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. Or, or, uh-huh. or, that was kind of out of place for me too, you know. So I don't know. A little more pick pick what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, stick yeah, with it. Stick with it, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like not to jump in, but I did like um the Times Square scene, which we talked about in the, the trailer review. Mm-hmm. Um that they kind of they sent it back to the past. Finally got to get the context for that. Kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Because everybody was speculating, like, oh look, in the trailer you see all the billboards change and go back several yeah. decades and that was cool. Yeah, that was um, cool. Anything else, Gabe? Anything else that you're like, yeah, that just didn't work for me? I keep thinking about it. Okay, Greg? Uh, nothing we- specific that you guys haven't mentioned. I just wish the pacing maybe would have been a little slower, a little more science in there, a little more backstory, a little more, a couple more steps of uh, Rowan yeah, yeah, yeah. building up towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really like, no. I was like, that he villain. released a couple of ghosts. He found his mag- mega chamber. He thought he was done, and all of a sudden, he like turned it on, and the vortex was open. So, but I guess the steps he took was enough to yeah. to, to open it. So that, um, but yeah. So I mean, the brightly colored. I mean, I think with today's technology and the vividness you can have with TVs and stuff, I think that's probably why they played that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, well, one TV. one part of me likes that. Because it's just like you're, you're like wow, like, the colors are un- unreal. Like, yeah. Um, but then another hand, it's like maybe make it look more realistic. But I mean, we're I, talking about ghosts. So. Right, we're talking about movies. We're talking about ghosts. Like so for me to say, I wish the ghosts looked more realistic. <laughs> yeah. it, it, you yeah. know, it's kind of it's kind of tough for me to describe. I wish that giant, it's like saying I wish that giant marshmallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I know. Uh-huh. Right. Well, it's a guy, it's a giant marshmallow. What, uh, but I think you understand what we're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do have a hypothetical. What, what would you guys have? How would you guys have felt? If it would have been a reboot, you know how like the first Batman with Michael Keaton was like comic booky, yeah, 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 and, and like funny and a little slapstick, a little uh-huh. bit kind of. And then the Christopher Nolan was like super dark super and serious. Dark, yeah. What would you guys have done if they went that angle? Like, like, like super Christopher dark. Nolan was like, we're yeah. doing a trilogy, and it's gonna be it's gonna be basically like Batman. But yeah. Yeah. on the, on the surface, like, I want to be like, oh, that'd be awesome. But then you think back to the original, that's not that's how not, that was. Not, like as much as people thought this one wasn't gonna be like that, right. that would have been nothing. That's like, like it. The, like uh, you know like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies or Bandits. <laughs> yeah, 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 then you've kind of like you've got like a gothic horror movie. But it has to have now that they're now that they have Ghost Corps. Just like Disney's doing with Star Wars with the standoffs and spin or spinoffs and standalones, you could have Ghost Wars come out with an actual horror Ghostbusters movie. That's true. You know, yeah. true. whereas you could keep the, the ones with the new, the four new female Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters two, it will be in the same vein, but you could have right. a shoot off that's some kind of Ghostbusters, a, a Ghostbusters story. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could be building to that. You could, you could, you could play with the company, genre. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah their own production company. I like that. But yeah, given that hypothetical, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I would opt for the movie that we got. Yeah, I, I agree. Even I though I, I, even though I, you know, again, I know I understand what we're saying about the effects and the cartooniness, but that was never. I mean, the part, of the, the the thing about it was that that was not part of the humor. The humor was the human response to the things that were that very said. much a part of the world. It yeah. wasn't like you, you weren't supposed to. The absurdity was not supposed to be part of the joke. 
the deadpan straight person reaction to yeah, these crazy yeah, yeah. things that are happening is part of the mm-hmm. you know the world's yeah. supposed to be yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. a lot of my issues have already been brought up the, the color and the vividness of the ghost is one of the major ones that sticks through and we saw it in the trailer and I, it was just and I already mentioned it like using realistic ghosts in movies like it kind of sounds a little odd to say but um, that was that's one that I'm like yeah um, I felt the the last part of the movie build up was a little rushed yeah um, and I also thought throughout the whole movie I thought Rowan's development was just not there I, like he was just an like I understand the villain part at the end and, and him becoming the logo and blowing up like just like Stay Puft yeah, yeah. kind of just like in Phantom, oh, Phantom Menace in Force Awakens yeah. it's another Death Star you know mm-hmm. like that kind of same thing they could have gone a different direction with that yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mind the balloon stuff I thought that was cool to get Stay Puft in it that was kind of mm-hmm. that was interesting great way of getting um, that uh, iconic uh, imagery back right mm-hmm. I don't know if I needed Rowan to grab Abby at the end either. Like, did they really need to show well, her? Uh, the purpose for that was for them to rekindle right, their to friendship. Re- but it felt like they already reconnected. Yeah, they, like, they, I don't yeah, know that they needed I, to that do that. That was a little bit of a sort of um, forced heart. I thought warning. she was going to die. Oh, and I didn't think that for a second. Yeah. I just, you know. But I do. I uh, that would have been cool. Like, if there was like a little bit of a twist ending like that. Like, oh. I, I agree on some levels with Brent, where he said the Leslie Jones character didn't work for him yeah. it worked a lot better than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. based on the trailer I'm still not a fan of the, the power Patty compels you and the slapping but yeah. in the movie it actually worked better than in the trailer <laughs> like that in the trailer it just comes off as like whoa like well, and the trailer, tone it back oh yeah in the trailer they just um, spend so much time on that one scene yeah. but I mean she, her character was uh, much more well and you kind of touched on why she felt like a full member of the team for almost the entire movie mm-hmm. and that really helped well, it out a bit yeah, yeah. that's one thing I too like um I, uh, I'm actually you and I looked at each other after the movie Jerry and we're like actually kind of excited for the second one right one. well and that, I think like, that's almost how you wrap up the entire the entire review is right. I'm looking forward to a second one yeah. I hope it does well enough for there to be a second and, one and a lot of that has to do with I think for me just like the originals was the uh the chemistry between the actors yeah they, the they, they worked they flowed really well together the four of them worked I thought, I thought they all were were likable characters and except well like I said I have my issues with that Patty character somewhat but uh, other than that like it was I thought it was I was like man I really like these by the end of it I was like rooting for them so that was a good sign I could really kind of pull for another another one of these movies well I mean they're definitely setting up for a sequel if you stay yeah. stay through the whole movie you see the, the singer at the end the credits mm-hmm. and we hear them you know mentioning like iconic uh, character from the original movie mm-hmm. this is almost like there are movie zero and now we're moving into zero so, part movie part one. one right um, which so, I think this movie was legitimately for the majority of it just a uh, like a clear uh, origin story yeah clear the there's so much about uh-huh. even like even like three quarters of the movie they're still trying to refine the proton pack whereas the original one is just like oh it's dead right right, right. 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 they already had it Egon had the successful test though yeah. she did say successful, successful test, test. Yeah. yeah well that one time she said who are we going to call and then it says Ghostbuster or Ghost nod to what the original yeah, was yeah. possibly going to so be called. So there's a lot of little things yeah. that were... And I, that were um, one of the things that I, well, you guys mentioned negatives, but I actually thought, and I said this coming out of theater to one of you, I said I didn't actually think the callbacks were that that in your face. I mean, now, obviously, like the state of balloon, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, that and them cool. using the logo to morph into Rowan. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the other stuff, the lines, or like I, I, even, I even looked at Brent the one time when... They're um, 
being chased out of Second Institute, the one where Abby and Jillian are, mm-hmm. I mean, and they're they're running down the steps, like in the original one yeah. where they're running down running the down library steps. At the very, very beginning, know? the very, very beginning, instead of showing the library uh, that... that uh, the lion? The lion. They showed, like, a different type of bust outside the, the, the college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, like, the, the beginning. And even how there was, like, the, the cold opening, you know, with, yeah. with like, the, the ghost uh, attack in the beginning yeah. and how it cuts to the song and how it goes to the... Like, the whole Just beginning. a little bit of the song. Yeah. I, I, I thought, it, I, I, I thought yes. a lot of those things were subtle and I thought those would annoy me, but they really didn't. See, I think, I think that's good, stuff, stuff like that. Well, it, it worked so great in the original but, one. Another thing I like, and this is just a personal note, I, 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 this is just something I prefer. It, it, you could tell like some of the scenes were like mildly improv because mm-hmm. you have such well, great comedic, act, comedic yeah, actresses, yeah. and I think I think it's really neat. Yeah, well, they did say, and I I thought this scene was going to annoy me, and it didn't annoy me at all when they're reading the reviews on their YouTube videos because yeah, they said that those were imp- improv uh-huh. because, and it was supposed to be remarks about how the trailers were being received yeah. and the comments on them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, come on, guys, like don't be that on the nose yeah. about it. Like, you know, like we know there's controversy surrounding this movie. Do you really need to address it in the movie? Like, yeah. how meta is that? Like, but it was pretty. But it, it was, pretty that good. wasn't bad. The only yeah. issues, and this is one of my last qualms, is at the very end when they're fighting Rowan, and they literally shoot him in the dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And they even pointed yeah. out they're like, "That's where you wanted this to shoot him, right?" And they're like, "Yeah." yeah, yeah like, Did you really need like? Come on, like yeah. that was that was a little too much for me. A little much. That was a little much. Yeah. But uh, as far as the, the feminist, uh, I, well, yeah, you I know, thought it was like, funny. That, I, I, yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's not going to be for. I just like if that was that was just I just whatever that was I was like eh, I could that was not one of my favorite. Parts it would have been funnier if one of them shot him there. Like yeah, well, like they were shooting him everywhere. Shooting in the arms, one person, and then like one of them shot him there. Like, yeah, oh. but they're all aimed for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I mean, um, I don't know if they're setting this up to get closer to the original, but I said this leaving the theater, too, about how the Ecto got destroyed. Yeah. I think that's, Ecto's already gone. I mean, oh, yeah, I know yeah. Ernie Hudson Both just Ecto's, the right? Ecto-2's gone, too, right? Yeah, the bike was destroyed. So, like, they have no vehicles right now, but they have government funding, so we'll see what happens. But are they going to bring something back closer to the original now? Like, was that just, like, a stand-in for this movie? Are they going to yeah. build the same thing? Yeah. Now we know they're in the firehouse, which right. is... You know, I don't mind after since I enjoyed the movie, I don't mind that they're in Hook and Ladder Eight, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want them to put the sign out front. Like okay. I want it to be in it's I, I'm fine with that now. If they would have started in that, that wouldn't have been was, good. Was the inside of that the actual inside of Hook and Ladder Eight or was it like a different Well no, they never used the inside they of Hook and Ladder Eight. Yeah. It's just the exterior shots on War Street. And, and then um, they either built that or they went to LA where it was filmed for the originals. Yeah. Um, so that was those are all my qualms is there any other positives you guys want to talk about or do you want to give a wrap up so we can get out of here yeah. a positive was let's see it again I mean I want to see it again and then yeah, I'll see, see it let's see a, um, hopefully a sequel in two years sequel. let's see a sequel and let's yeah. see let's see more Ghostbusters now that they have this production company this yeah, well, we, we know that the other movie is at least on hold the one with um, was it Channing Tatum, Tatum or whatever oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's not happening all male um, but we do know that there's a new cartoon coming out and it's set in the future yep in like 2040 or something Ecto Force coming in yep it'll be set in and it's coming in 2017 I think Mm -hmm. so we got about a year and a half um uh so any other positives to take away I mean we all enjoyed it we all gave it a 7 and 8 it makes me want to go watch the original too yeah Again. Just to see the the other mini, like because yeah. you pointed out like the bus, I, I would have never po- been able to point that out. Like at the beginning, 
but of the lion and that. Yeah, yeah, and you, we saw the the Harold Ramis well, bust in the yeah. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, the end. Well, they show Rowan step on the taxi, like the Statue of Liberty There's steps like on the police car. Yeah, yeah, like there's a whole bunch. Like that's like that's not like people who didn't watch those movies. You know, like it was their life would never make that connection but right. the, for the people who enjoy the franchise and watch it over and over mm. you're gonna you're gonna see that things, stuff they mean a lot they do mean yeah, a lot yeah so mm. uh, well the biggest yeah. praise we can say besides giving it 7 and 8 which is good yeah. is that we want to see a sequel or we want mm. to watch it again right. maybe not go back to the theater again but when it comes out it's something we watch oh, again yeah, so. I'll purchase yeah. that oh, yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, well at times I'm sure the, the, the writing was a little bit of an issue at times um Everything was was better than I expected it to be, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. I don't Good. think it deserved the hate that a lot of people are giving it, and people not giving it a chance or missing out. Well, um, just like anything, you have a lot of passionate people uh, that are really invested in this franchise, and uh, because of that, you're going to have lots of drama. Well, the people that were the extremists on both sides need to step back and take things a little less seriously. Yeah. I, think, I think that made it better for me because. I, I mean, I didn't read up nearly as much as you guys did, but I did just see generally, not negative, but just like middle of the road and reviews and feelings about it, and I think that gave me somewhat lower expectations. So yeah, yeah. I had everything been like, oh, you know, best Ghostbusters ever, and then you go and you're like, oh, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah well, I, I was glad that I went in expecting it to be okay, and it was better than that. Yeah. I, I was, I like. Do I like it better than the first two? No, but I'm not going to because that's part of my mm-hmm. sentimentality and my nostalgia. Yeah. But I liked it enough that I will. It's I will also, buy it. I will buy it and probably have it in my library, yeah. and I will be excited for the next one. I think that's the biggest thing: is converting the people that were on the fence to get into the new reboot and right, to want right. to see the next one. And I think a majority of the people that were like me and were like uh, like us that were fans of the originals, but we weren't sure what to expect. They got us in now, and that's what they needed. So as long as this one does well, we're golden. I, I made that point when we talked about Star Wars. Is everybody? I mean, I think everybody loved the Force Awakens. Yeah. But by comparing, I think if you compare the original Star Wars, Force Awakens. I think everybody loved the Force Awakens yeah. more so than everybody who is comparing the original Ghostbusters in this movie. Right. Um, but like I said. You, we said, where does it stand in your favorite Star Wars? It's like, you, I said, you can't decide that now because, it's, again... You've got to see where the whole story goes. You're dealing with a classic and you're dealing no, with and a... Different, and to, to differentiate, though, between Star Wars is the fact that there was no prequel trilogy either. Yeah, yeah. And Ghostbusters, like, a lot of people didn't like, even though, you know, we can talk about that all night, I did like the prequels, but, like, people did like the prequels, so this... Force Awakens kind of was like their savior. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jason. It's kind of like the opposite you know? thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, know, I do see what you're saying there, right? I, I love the prequels, so. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> so, any, uh, any final words from anyone to wrap this up here and we'll, we'll get out of here? Thank you guys for uh, the wonderful day. Well, I hope you had fun. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. congratulations. This is a huh. huge, huge, massive, awesome yeah, surprise. Find, yeah. Finding yeah. someone to put up with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figured when that happened, I got to not let her go. Right, that's right. When you find that person, you, you better, you better uh, reel her in. Yeah, that's right. Lucky her. Yep. Yeah, lucky her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you roll your eyes. Just. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, thanks, guys, for uh, doing this. I know Brent and I were looking forward to do this uh, when we were seeing the movie, just yeah, the two yeah. of us. We're, we're going to invite Brian and Kate in from North Carolina. But uh, <laughs> we knew that was uh, just a show and that we would be doing this here from... Uh, mm-hmm. 
from the the restaurant. From so, sunny uh, York, Pennsylvania. Yes, right. right. So, um, well, we will have this um, cut and edited and available later. But another successful episode of Tangent with Friends, and hopefully we'll be back again. Uh, in the future, maybe with a new um, Rogue One trailer, hopefully in the coming months, we can talk about that. And uh, if anything else, uh, non-sports related comes up, I'll be sure to give you guys a call, and uh, we can always uh, have fun in studio or via Skype, Ryan. And uh, when that happens, uh, who are you going to call? <laughs> all right, well, congratulations once again, Brent. Thank you, sir. And uh, thanks all for uh, joining us. And uh, if anyone has anything else to say to us about Ghostbusters after you've seen it, make sure you uh, find us on social media. The Tangent Friends is at Tangent Friends. And you can also get all your updates uh, from our uh, productions at jmnjr underscore radio or visit jmnjrradio.com. Thanks for listening to Tangents with Friends. You can find more episodes at jmnjrradio.com. And if you do want to hear about sports, tune into the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show live every Sunday.